This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, February 8th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Paid sick leave passes. Mask mandate being lifted. New funding extension. And Climate Smart Program gets plaudits. Legislature passes COVID-19 paid sick leave. Democratic lawmakers have sent Governor Newsom a new measure to extend paid sick leave for those exposed to COVID-19, caring for a family member with the virus or getting vaccinated. The California Labor Federation cheered the passage, saying it would support frontline workers. Republicans called the measure rushed and said it would hurt small businesses. The budget deal included an additional $1.9 billion for emergency COVID-19 needs. California to lift mask mandate. The Department of Public Health announced yesterday plans to lift the universal mask mandate next week for vaccinated people in indoor public spaces. Those unvaccinated will still be required to wear masks. Counties can choose to maintain their own mask mandates. The department is also planning to ease school masking requirements. The state imposed the mandate in December as the Omicron variant was spreading rapidly nationwide. AgriPulse to launch newsmakers video and podcast. AgriPulse is launching a national news show to reach a broader audience base and engage lawmakers and key influencers on the hottest political topics each week. AgriPulse Newsmakers will feature members of Congress, federal and state officials, farmers, ag and food commodity groups, and roundtable panelists for debates and discussions. Our editorial team has demonstrated a strong ability to bring people together for high-level discussions that can both inform and engage, said AgriPulse founder and editor Sarah Wyatt. I've long thought that we could harness these strengths and produce a high-quality political show for the agriculture community. You can read our full announcement at agripulse.com. New funding extension on tap amid standoff. Lawmakers are still far from an agreement on spending for fiscal 2022 more than four months into the budget year. So the House is going to take up yet another stopgap spending bill to keep the government funded through March 11th. The measure will extend provisions of a continuing resolution passed in December. It's set to expire February 18th. The new extension is needed not just to keep the government funded, but also to maintain legal authority for some programs, including USDA's livestock reporting system. House Appropriations Committee Chairwoman Rosa DeLauro, the Democrat from Connecticut, said, Our country needs a government funding agreement to create good-paying jobs, grow opportunity for the middle class, and protect our national security. We are close to reaching a framework government funding agreement, but we will need additional time to complete the legislation in full. Keep in mind, unless Congress can eventually agree on funding for FY22, Lawmakers will have to pass a full-year CR, which would freeze funding at FY21 levels. New Climate Smart Program gets plaudits, prompts questions. Farm groups reacted positively to Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack's announcement of a new program to fund demonstration projects using climate smart practices, even as farm state senators said USDA was bypassing the farm bill process. 
We share Secretary Vilsack's optimism that this approach will support climate-smart commodities while unblocking new market opportunities, and we believe it will build confidence in the climate benefits of advanced farming and forestry practices. The Food and Agriculture Climate Alliance, which has more than 80 members, said in a news release. The American Farm Bureau Federation, Environmental Defense Fund, National Farmers Union, and National Council of Farmer Cooperatives are among the groups in FACA. However, Kansas Republican Senator Roger Marshall immediately dashed off a letter to Secretary Vilsack questioning the department's authority to create the program using a billion dollars from the Commodity Credit Corporation. Marshall said, quote, It seems USDA is crafting its own farm bill by using the CCC to create its own programs and priorities that haven't been established by Congress and to fund projects only USDA deems worthy, Marshall said, asking for answers by Friday to a series of questions about the program. U.S. and Japan end trade friction on metals. The U.S. and Japan have reached a deal to lift American tariffs on Japanese steel and aluminum, ending an irritant in what is otherwise a strong trading relationship. Unlike other trading partners, Japan did not retaliate against U.S. farm commodities in reaction to the tariffs levied during the Trump administration. The U.S. considers Japan a close ally, and the deal struck yesterday will bring the countries even closer, according to U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai and Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo. Raimondo said, quote, Today's announcement builds on the deal we struck with the EU and will further help us rebuild relationships with our allies around the world as we work to fight against China's unfair trade practices and create a more competitive global economy for American families, businesses, and workers. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, February 8th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Dowling.